So it's recording on this computer. I, it's recording now because it's recording now. That's what I'm talking. Top right. Yes, it is. Well, look, yep. I got my brother Paul Stern on the other end right now, and I want to check. We're checking this out. This might end up being the real podcast because he and I are hooking it up. And uh, Paul, look. Now I've known you for a little bit of time, but not really known you. But I know you know you because we're both ex Air Force. And I'm how, Army. Army. Oh, you're ex Army. I'm sorry, you're ex Army. Hey, listen. I'm be all I can be. You aim high. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wasn't that the 4th of July? They had the, I forget who it was, who the star was in the 4th of July or something like that. And the guy's recruiting people in the, in, in high school or college. He said, look, you can join, you can join the Marine. Wait, what did he say? No, he said, he said, you can join the Navy. You could join the Army. You could join the Air Force. Or you can join the Marines. Now, who do you want? He said, where do you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made He made the Air Force real little pansies. But the Army and the Shoot. Marines, that's the real thing. My father was in the Army, hey. World War II. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, a lot of people say um, they don't go to the Marines because they're the first in. And that's right, in the, in the, in the last first out. First in, last out. Our, hey, the Marines going to pave the way the Army come in. That's right. Air Force, they aim. They they say Air Force aiming high, the Army be all you can. So you aiming high? That's I'm right. trying to be all I can be. So that's the same for the Army. Be all you can be. That but, 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 my 20 years. Yeah, I was being all I can be, bro. But let me tell you this, Paul. Listen, they changed everything since you and I were in there, and they made it so that everyone has to be combat ready. I think you were in while they did that, but I got out before. Everyone, everyone had to be combat ready. All four branches of the service. They had to start wearing well, khakis because, I mean, start camouflage. We didn't do that in the Air Force. That was only special forces. Well, I can tell you, in the Army, if mm -hmm. you came into the military, Army, if something jumped off, you was going to be infantrymen. Because when I first came in the Army, I, I was uh, a signal background, going to be a signal background, but they made my secondary 11 Bravo, which is an infantryman. Okay. That's until I became an intel, an intel analyst. Right. Um, but if you have a weapon, if something goes to happen, you have to go out and protect that perimeter. They don't make a difference in no, the army. No matter what field you're in. If you are, if you go into a zone mm -hmm. that requires you to go into a combat zone, you could be in a combat zone, but you don't have to be on the front line. Right. You can be in the back, in the re in the rear. But if something happened, you may have to protect your area. Yeah. Okay. So when so when you go through basic training and AI basic training AIT and weapons qualification, you all your drill sergeant or or, or your platoon sergeant would always practice how you're gonna posture if you were to go somewhere, how you get out and protect your, your area. Right. So when we go to the field, you practice in the field as if you were in war. Right. Okay. But when, then, when we went to the field, we would set up if something were to happen to communication. That would be exactly what we're doing on the field. It would be exactly what we, we always had our weapons with us. If you are you know, on duty, you if you were inside the van, your weapon was in the van. You may not be issued ammo, you know, because we're not so close. But right. you need to make sure that you are prepared. That's why every soldier that came in had to do weapons qualifications. Okay. But was there something else about the Army that I didn't find out until after I got out of the Air Force? And that's, tell me if this is true or not. The Army has more boats more vehicles, more aircraft than any branch of the service. Isn't that the case? I don't know if they have more boats, but the That's Army does have boats. I was heard that they have more boats, not, not the variety type, but they have more boats per se, per capita than any other branch of the service. 
That's what I was told. I don't think that I don't think they have my boats because the Navy has definitely has more boats. Is that right? Do you think the so? Army, the Navy has specialized boats. I was I was I was vice president of the Navy League. Don't forget, they have specialized boats. They have submarines. They have attack. You know, um, vessels. They have aircraft. I, 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 but still, the Army has more boats. Period. That's what I was told, and I saw a bunch of them in Yokohama. I I can check, but I if memory serves me correct, I don't believe the army has more boats than the um, navy. The navy. Okay. Because the army has transporters. Okay. The army has. There's still there's still boats. Right, but they're not. Okay. I'm not talking about. You want to classify everything? Everything. That's what I'm talking about. Everything. That's what they said. They weren't talking about the specialized boats like you have in the Navy, like submarines and things like that. But they said, as far as seagoing vehicles, the Army has more than any other branch. And they were saying boats, basically. That's what I was told by someone who was in the Navy. This guy was in the Navy. So maybe, but anyway, let's find. Maybe, I, I, maybe I, people I, I, say yeah, this. I, I find it, but I never heard that. We can find out. We can find. Matter of fact, I can ask Siri. Google it. Google it. Hey, hey Siri. Or ask Siri. Good afternoon, Mr. Lee. How can I help? Who has more boats in the U.S. military services? Okay. I found this on the web for who has more boots in the U.S. military services. Check it out. They put boots. I said boats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Siri. Who has the most boats in the U.S. military service? Okay, I found this on the web for who has the most boats in the U.S. military service. Check it out. It says the Army. Meet the biggest and baddest class of ships in the U.S. armies. These are six craziest military myths, business insiders. Let me see. Anyway, I would say that for, okay, it says the Army has more aircrafts than the Air Force and more boats than the Navy. Bingo. Here it is, buddy. See what it says right there? Hey. See? Can you okay. read that? Well, I see that, yeah. See? I told you. I was pretty sure of that. Right? I, I never knew that the Army, well... Yep. Well, that's okay, because you were doing what you had to do in the Army, and that wasn't necessarily be out well, there on boats and in the aircraft. <laughs> but it, it depends on what they classify as a boat, because if they talk about, like, bridges and stuff like that, the Army do have transporters where they have boats. Where they build, where you, like in Ryan, Maine, you can have uh, bridges, you know, that, that's that right. are float, in the water. They float, exactly. exactly. They Tell float. me this, Paul. How did you get here to Japan, since both of us are living here in Japan? How long have you been in Japan first? Living here. I've been in Japan all together since 1995. 1995 to 97, I was a soldier. I worked at the science technology lab. Okay. And then I left uh, for, I left in 97, uh, March 97, and went to Fort Gordon, Georgia, and that's where I retired in November 97. Mm -hmm. And um, I, uh, after our November 97, and I came back uh, to uh, Japan, March 1998. Okay. Where, I, where I began working with morale, welfare, and recreation. And my, I stayed here my whole 20 years. So 20, 22 years you've been here, right? 
I've been a little more than 22 years since 1995. Oh, I think, okay, so 20, 24 years. Okay, 24 years you lived here. No, yeah. 25. 25, yeah. you came here in 95, yeah. 25, 25. years. Yeah, right. in Japan. Right. How many years as a civilian? As a civilian, I would say 22. No, if I've been here 25, 23. 23 years you've been here as a civilian in Japan. Yes, yes. Why? Simple question, why? Where are you from? Wait, first of all, where are you from in the US? What do you call home? This is the JJB, the Jersey Jumping Bean. I'm from Marstown, New Jersey. All right. Coming all right. to you live here in Camp Zama, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Living a dream, bro. Living a dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Now, what? Why? why hey, I, I would say I'm highly blessed and favored. I stayed in Japan first of all because I saw an opportunity for me to come here and develop myself in morale, welfare, and recreation, and hopefully I go from the bottom to the top. And my only goal in life was to do 20 years in the military and 20 years civil service and retire, and and then I can actually do what I want. It, although I was doing what I want to do. I can truly say I can get up when I want to get up, go where I want to go anytime. I don't have to worry about, I don't, I don't wear a watch, you know, I don't look at time, appointments, whatever. <laughs> because I can truly, I can truly, I can truly live life here. In my perspective, this, this is my opinion, I feel a lot safer here. Um, if I want to take the public transportation, uh, I don't have to worry about if I lose something, I'm nine times a 10, I get it back. Mm -hmm. But the real, here, here's what really made me want to stay in Japan. Okay. My first experience going to a Japanese gas station. Okay. I was in uniform. They say, oh, hey, hey, Mr. Stearns, you pull up, pull gas. Can you get out, please? I said, okay, can I get out? I wonder what they're going to do. They get I get out. They take a rag. They wipe my ashtray. They wipe the inside of my car. They wipe everything. And soon I get back in the car, and guess what? They stop traffic for me to get out. And I'm saying, oh, my God. Are you serious? They're going to stop. I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, from New Jersey, and if you had to uh, get out, anybody going to let you out? Mm -hmm. And I, it was like I was on a busy street. They stopped traffic for me to get out and bow and say, thank you for coming to the service and going your merry way. They and then I watch him in my rear, and I watch him in my rear move yours, and they were bowing down real low until they almost couldn't see me anymore. I was like, oh my, I said, you know what? Customer service and being safe. I said, you know what? This may not be a bad place to be. Now, how long had you so been as here? I, how long had you been here when that happened? I had been here about uh when I got my car. I, I had been here and got a car, and then my first experience going off base. I said, let me go into the gas station and try to try to pump gas, but didn't know that they pumped before me because they looked at me and was like, oh, um, here come American. He probably don't know what he's doing. I got the car and they said she started started speaking Japanese and she said, which one you want? High, medium, or low, you know, because you see it on there, the colors. So I pressed whatever color I wanted and she put it in for me and I was like, okay, very helpful. And then and then when I, I had, that was my first experience. I go back, I said, wow, man, maybe the Americans, you need to, take this same initiative because it really makes your day that somebody as much as pumping gas had that much enthusiasm about their job and allow you to get out and not to do anything. I say, like, they really customer service to the utmost. I was like, you've oh. been here, you'd been here how long? A year, two years? How long had you no, been? No, 
I had been here, um, I'd say about four weeks. And that's what, and that, from that time, from that time on, you said, "Hey, I just might stay here." I just might say, "Wow, if they're doing this for gas station, where else would do? Where are other places?" And then I would go into stores, and they would be yelling. I see them saying, "I was like, what were they saying?" You know, and they just yeah. turn around and say, "Hey, they, they try. Hey, somebody greeting a day. How you doing?" And stuff like, like, "Oh my God, this is all right." You know, walk around. I had to worry about somebody following me. You know, if I was trying to do something, I could just walk around, look. Yeah. And I then found, I found the same thing. Here, yeah, go ahead. Here, here's the kicker. I got on the train, going to Tokyo. I had my backpack on. Okay. I put my backpack up at the top. Although I had money in my pocket, I had you know my, I, I had my ID in there. I got off the train and forgot it. Your ID? My, I had my backpack. You, you forgot your backpack. I had my backpack. You know how you go to the train to put your backpack? You put it up on I, the top, I yeah. left my backpack on the top. Okay. And as soon as the door closed, I said, oh, my God. Okay. I had all my documents in there, my it's passport. Gone. It's I had gone. everything in there. And I said, I'm saying to myself, and I had $400 in there. So you knew it was gone. It's well, gone. You know, it's never going to come back. So I knew it was gone. I knew it was gone. <laughs> went home that day. I went to the MP station, um, you know, and said, listen, this is what happened. Blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. I had enough to get back, you know. I got a phone call around 12 o'clock at night time. And the, the guy was speaking Japanese. Right. And, I mean, English. And I, I, I said, Egon, Agashimasu. And he said, okay. Chachimachi, you know. Next thing, uh, next thing I know, a person came on. Is this Mr. Stearns? I said, yes, this is Mr. Stearns. This is the, I don't know if it was a Zama or Sagami Heart Police Station, one of them. We have your backpack. And I'm saying to myself, really, I'm saying, in my mind, I'm saying, excuse me for my language, I'm saying, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> I cannot believe that it's 12 o'clock at nighttime. You know, I got my backpack, I had my number and everything. In Japanese, if it's just a loss, call this number, I had the cell phone, call it. I was like, I went to the police station. I picked it up. I had everything in it to include my money. Four hundred dollars was still there. Still there. Uh, uh, uh. You know, so the, so the, uh, so then I find out. Normally they would call the MP station there, mm -hmm. but I had a card in there in Japanese. If this is lost in Japanese, you know, someone wrote it for me. If this is lost, contact Paul Stearns mm -hmm. at this number. They now this was, it. Was like, well, about what year was this? Nineteen ninety. What year was this? This was nineteen ninety. I want to say nineteen ninety four. No. <laughs> 1990, no, 95. All right, so, so that's, that's, that's back then. Do you think it's the same now? Do you think the same thing would happen now? Uh, no, I don't. What do you think would happen now if you left your backpack? It just depends who would pick it up, I would believe. Okay. There's a lot of foreigners that come that's, on here that I believe that, 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 I, that I believe would take it and would not give it back. But if a Japanese, I you believe a Japanese it. would, they it. would do it. Because you know why? You know what happened? When I first came here, I came back, I, I came to Japan in 74. And when I got back, when I came here then, the 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 saying was the same. The custom was then, if you found money or anyone's thing, there was a reward, basically, that they just basically knew, everyone knew this, that you mm -hmm. give people, like if you had lost a hundred dollars, you'd give them 20% of that. Right, if, right. If, 
if they come and if no one came to pick it up, I think it was something like a month or two months. It was uh -huh. yours. Police would call you up. Oh, you just yeah. cut off. Sorry about that. Hold on. All right. Where did I go? I hit the thing hit my button. I'm sick. All right, there, there you go. go. So, so you would get you would get you know you'd give them the money or you'd get the whole amount of money. Let's say if you found a hundred dollars, the police would come back and tell you no one picked it up, so it's yours. So that encouraged people to be honest and just to give right. it. So they didn't feel like they were taking, you know, doing harm to anyone because someone honestly lost it. But no, I think that it still basically holds, but you're right, there are a lot more people here that aren't Japanese now, that come from countries right. that aren't as honorable in that right. situation. They have like, what I finders keepers. They, they believe the finders keepers, yes. losers weepers, yeah. where the Japanese believe like we, will always take care of each other. So therefore it's not- And, and, and then sometimes I don't believe that the foreigners know that a lot of times they have cameras on those trains. That's what they, well now there's cameras everywhere. So they can find out who's taking yeah. They can, find, so they can out. find out who's taking it, you know? Yeah. When I first came here- that you know where you left it? Yeah, yeah, right. But now that that's the case. So there's hardly anything you can do. So I think one of the things that amazed me when I came to Japan is the fact that everything was, I, I called it, the shoplifters paradise and it's still that today yes you but there, but there are cameras everywhere but still it doesn't really matter because if you go to a, a fruit shop or if you go anywhere you go to akihabara the stuff is right out there in the street you can walk by there pick up anything you want and walk off and no yep. it's like <laughs> i mean it's just unreal here yep. it makes you want to be honest sure. for the most part absolutely all right, what are the, some of the things you like doing in Japan since you've lived here for so long? What are the things that, well, how do you, how do you spend your days that you would have had, I'd like to know this. What do you do that you have the most fun doing while you're here in Japan? Now, I know every day is a great day for you, but still, what do you enjoy well, doing? Well, in the past, in the past, my job, well, I had a job um, at Morale Welfare and Recreation that um, helped me, one of my positions there helped me bring entertainment to the military community so i i had a job that took me out to visit just about all the clubs that i want to go to see what musicians were playing it i would go to the blue note if was it, a musician was playing there from the states i would say hey is there any chance you coming on camp Zama and do something for the soldiers you know so so those things that i love doing and i you know i love i took the train everywhere right. um so i was like you know what i had to worry about get up and get the train i know what time it was if I wanted to do, yeah, grab my seat, I know not to travel during peak times. Even I got to the point where if I was going to travel, I would, I would calculate my time where I know there's not a lot of people on the train here. I get on this train. If I got 45 minutes, I can sit on this seat, get on the train and take me wherever I want to go. I get off. I, I would plan my day that way. I just love the idea that I could get out and go, go anywhere I wanted to and do something different. Right. But I had a passion of a referee and officiating. That's what I did. I've been doing basketball. I've been a basketball official since I was back in, in Augusta, Georgia, back in actually since New Jersey, since uh, back in 83. Mm -hmm. So when mm -hmm. I got here, um, I started refereeing basketball and I've refereed everything basketball, football, softball. But you know, my love was basketball. Uh, right. So I became the basketball commissioner for association here which allowed me to go to all the international schools i refereed at all the international schools saison st mary's ish asij christian academy um zama high school yakota 
I would travel to those schools, do all those games. And I, I got a lot of friendships That's that right. took me a lot of different places. That's right. That Next thing I turn around, I've been in Japan 25 years. Isn't Are you something? serious? I can remember. I can remember when the first day, first time I got here, and then I realized myself, it's time for me to retire. I I made my goal. I wanted to do 20 years. I wanted to retire, so I get two. So I get two retirements. You know, because yeah. you see a lot of times you see people come and they stay in that job and they die. They stay in that job until they die. That's right. That's and then when you sit back and think about things, you start realizing, I work all the time. When do I get time to just do what I, although I love my job, do whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. when I want to do it, and at my own pace. Yeah. So and I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate to to be able to didn't have to worry about money, didn't have to worry about medical, dental, anything that I planned it out through my life that whoever I'm with, my partner, you know, my partner that I'm with, um right. I'm not I'm I have money coming in and I don't have to worry about <laughs> worry about I'm still gonna have money coming in till the day I die. I don't owe nobody anything. I'm very blessed. Do you have I'm family? I'm highly blessed and favored. Do you have family here? I you... have uh, not immediate family. Okay, no. Um, family. But I have fam- I have what my girlfriend, what I consider okay. family, because we've been together seven, eight years. Okay. Um. So, yes, I do have. I consider I have family here. Now, what, now you you have no intention of going back to the states. What, when did you decide that that would not be a place you'd live, and why? Like is it well, ask? <laughs> I, yeah, I've been here so long. I love the economy. Yeah. It's very safe here, and I see what's going on in the in the world today. How people, all the fighting, you know, how are the things that our government are doing? Mm-hmm. For me, I have a choice. That's right. I have something that a lot of people don't have. I have a choice. Yeah. I, I can choose to go back there. No, what if do, if you could deal with all the stuff that's going on? If you couldn't, if you if you couldn't live here, where would you? Let's say if Japan someday said, "Look, Mr. Stern has been a pleasure. We've enjoyed your time here, but we we'd like for you to leave. Where would you go?" Well, if I was with my girlfriend, I probably I know I'd be going to Guam. If I wasn't with her, that's the U.S. territory. Yeah, that's okay. I've been there yeah. before. All right, but I've been there many times. Yeah, so. I had I had I had been looking at expat. I looked at places. To, to retire that had good health care. You know, I wanted to go somewhere where I could, I could get good medical, cheap to live, live like a king. If I had looked at every Costa Rica, I mean, I look high and low. I have a lot of friends who are in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go to Thailand. Um, that's where a lot of, of retirees live in Thailand. Um, and I know I would either go to California. If I, if I had to go back to the States, okay. I would go to California where my son is. Okay. Or um, I would stay somewhere overseas. Okay, California. I would I would I would I would go visit the states, go see my parents, my well, my mom, my sisters. I visit. I would I wouldn't go live there. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. I've been in Japan so long that, you know what? I don't have to go back to that crazy, you know, all the rigmarole. I just I just don't want to. Yeah. I I have no desire. Yeah. To go back to the states, I go back to the live. Are you are you really are you really active on social media, or do you pretty much? Um, right. I used to be active on social media because all the entertainers that we brought to J- Japan, right. you know, like we had Michael Jackson here. I had some of the Mets here. I had the Cubs here. 
I had uh, Flo Rider came in here. I had All for One, Genuine, Changing Faces, Color Me Bad. Um, I had a lot of other things. Will Smith, um, we used uh, that, that came here and performed for us. So as far as getting entertainment, getting out, meeting, greeting people, mm-hmm. I can always go to the Blue Note or somewhere else that they would come in and I would speak to them. That was, for me, that, that was, took up a lot of my time and I enjoyed it. Yeah, wow. I enjoyed it. There's, 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 there are a lot of artists over here that I found out. There's a lot of artists over here that I know about seven or eight of them that they travel all around in Japan do all different type of entertainment and gigs, and then I go listen to them. And for me, I mean, hey, life is good. I get up, go listen to them, have a good time, come back, get up in the morning, go to the, hit the gym, you know, get my little workout on. But now that's COVID nineteen, COVID came out of it just changed everything. Right now, it, it, it just have to do what we're doing right now. Instead of me sitting there yeah. with you and doing an interview with you like this for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I was going to do a podcast way before COVID started, but this kind of pushed me into it and made it easier for me to set up this podcast. Oh, and I came up with a name. It's not going to be what I said before. I'm thinking about using my name and just saying podcast, you know, Lancey Lee podcast. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I have someone working on that now. And Well, I, I, I think that's great, but I still think yeah. it's a little catchy. Lance Lee in Japan podcast or something that's like, Oh okay. wow, let me click on it. This guy's in Japan? Oh, let me click, you know. Lance Lee in Japan, yeah. I figured, because yeah. my son's Lance H. Lee, so I figure I have to use my middle name so I can, you know, I have to distinguish between E and I yeah. so people won't confuse it. And if you Google me, yeah. you have to use that E if you want to get more of me on there yeah. and my son or anything else. Paul, tell me, what does the future hold for Paul Stearns? Beginning the future holds. You know, we, we've done, we've been up here 30, 38 minutes so far, my brother. And look, this has been good, man. Time, time flies. It's not, isn't it nice? This is smooth. Is. I like this. What's in the future for me? Okay. The future for me is that uh, I continue to be able to get up each morning um, and, and, and have a great day and do, and try to be better than I was the day before. There you go. Because truly, 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 when you think about things, this is my view on life. Okay. The things that I can control, I control them. The things that I can't control, I don't worry about them because I guarantee you 99.9, most people worry about the things that they can't control. That makes you get old quick. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So for me, in Japan, life is good. For me, it's slow. I, if I want to go fast, I go slow. So the future is, I want to get up every day. Whatever I decide to do, I have a good time because you know what? Tomorrow is never promised. It isn't. Tell me about it. Let me, the, the, one, the ones that you're close to, right. that you Let love, them tell them you love them. Let them know. Tell them you know. Laugh. Mm-hmm. Cry. All those things. Right. Because tomorrow is not promised. When the man up above, whoever you're created, who you think, for me, my created uh, Jesus Christ, when he tells me it's my time, they're not going to wait for me. Mm-hmm. Time waits for no one. That's right. And you it know, keeps on going. I've learned that, I've learned that, wow. But just like I said, I've been here over 20 years, and I still seem like it's been like tomorrow. Because you, you don't think about that you're going to be here that long, and you don't think about, man, I'm scratching my head. Man. 
I came here 20 something years later. Now I'm 60 years old, over 60. Where, where did it, where did the time go? Looking good, looking good, my brother. Wait, wait, wait. You don't dye your hair, do you? Do you dye your hair, man? Every now and then, yes, I do. All right, so that's true. But you look good, man, because no, listen, you look better than a lot of 30 year olds I know. You're looking good, this, my brother. This, this July, this July. Talk I'll to me. 65, I'll be 65 years old. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm a knock on wood that the good the good Lord has allowed me to get up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for 64 some plus years because yeah. whatever ailment I have whatever whatever I have going on in my life it's That's not right. working. Tell me about it. Tell me about my it. My friends, my friends that if you're in my circle, I talk to them every day. Right. Hey brother, hey sister, I I appreciate you. Yeah. I love you. I appreciate you because. Yeah, when something, when something ha when something happens to one of your, your so-called friends and and you don't speak to them, you'll be you'll be scratching your head like, man, I wish I had spoke to him that day, or I we wish I had you know, I don't want to be where I wish I woulda, coulda, shoulda. I speak more now to my sons, my brothers, my sisters. How many sons you have? Family. How many sons you got? I I had I have two boys. Okay, okay, because you said you said two of my own. Two, of my own. two boys. Okay. I have two. One's in California and one's in um. Tennessee. Okay. All right. And they're all doing well. Your boys doing okay. They're they're all, my listen. They're doing very well. That's very good. well. They're living their own lives, having a good time. And That's for good. me, as long as they're productive, they have a job, they can get up and do the things they want to do. Then then they're okay. All right. They're okay. They we were. we they love sports, so we get online, we chat, and everything. So you know. Are you a big sports good. guy? Are you a big sports guy too? I love basketball. Watch basketball. You know. Mm -hmm. But I watch more basketball now, and but then sometimes they're just like, okay, what am I gonna do? That? I'm like, I, I will look at a little bit of news, TV. Now I got head out. I just there just used to be a big person who's on social media a lot because I had a lot of events. But now I, I look at some of the news. I don't post a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. All my things on Facebook are events that had happened to me throughout my my oh, years. I've been in Japan. Now I don't. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, my, not my Facebook, you're not yeah. posting now or you are posting? Uh, I don't post a lot. I okay. mean, you can go on my, if someone would go to my Facebook, they see all my, the artists I had coming here. So I, I did it a lot. I had pictures of my face with Michael Jackson, you know. That's right. Um, so I was, I was able to, you know, man, I've been, how many people can say that they had a chance to sit down and talk to the King of Pop? Talk to me. I got my five minutes. I got five minutes. <laughs> I didn't give it. Like, you oh, really got to spend time with him. I know. I was on a, I was on a helicopter with him. That's he, right. he came into, um, matter of fact, I had people call me. They said, hey, we saw we saw your picture. You was on it with Michael Jackson and, and BET. I said, no, I'm not in States. I'm, I'm in Japan. I said, that was in our gymnasium. That went all over that the we flew, That we flew him in a, a helicopter from, from Hardy Barracks. Yeah. Right down to Camp Zama. Oh my God! And they have, you know, you know, the interview, the interview, the podcast I did before this one was with Dan Smith, his the guy that did the camera work, and who tied up with you to make sure you guys got together to get that. You you tied up with him more than oh, most. Yeah. You? yeah. Well, Dan Dan was influential in that he called me, um, and we both came and I I contact my public affairs, uh, Major Brooks and uh, Lieutenant Colonel Brooks at the time and. We were fortunate to Hardy Barracks belongs to Camp Zama. Mm -hmm. They have a helipad there. And we had we had to go through all the channels for the good of the service. The general allowed us to fly him from Camp Zama 
down to, I mean, flying from Hardenberg, Tokyo, down to Camp Zion. We picked him up from his hotel, drove the bus there, and all the entrees with him. We got all the, all the necessary paperwork. And for him to, you know, fly there, because if we had to drive, he wouldn't be coming. Yes, sir. It's a, what, 12 minute, 12 minute uh, helicopter flight. And it was like, I'm saying to myself, I'm sitting here with the king of pop. Tell me about oh, my it. God. Tell me about it. Telling him where he had to go. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Jackson? You know, I got to shake his hand and walked around. When he was in the locker room, sat and talking in the back of the bus. To, uh, you know, he's like a human being. Doesn't get any better. Human being. That, <laughs> I, got some, I got some video coverage that no one has. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I got a picture that behind me that very few people have have uh, during that time frame very few have it, so i think that's I when, that's when i actually met you paul because i think i came with dan and he and i came to zama after not that time but i mean i met you right after that because of that because dan had to yeah. come and talk to you about something else and we were at zama yeah. and then we went into your office and that's and you were still in the service then and i came to meet you no i was i wasn't in service oh you were, was working, you were civilian i thought okay I was civilian. Okay, I thought you were okay, but you had that office there on Kamzama. You had your picture with Michael Jackson behind you. I was, that, I was, I was a chief. I was a chief recreation officer. Okay, I was. Okay. That, I wasn't. I wasn't in the military. I was. Okay. That was my job. Okay. All right. All right. So I just, I, um, did, I didn't connect. So connect I, yeah. And we had, we used to do all the open post events, and Dan had a lot of things that he had people coming in, and because we, and because we could, um, we could do certain things that other people couldn't do. Um, we had a lot going on. It, it got to the point where other services were getting jealous. How did, why is Camp Zama getting all this? I mean, in my mind, when someone tell me, no, you can't do something, okay, That's how I'm gonna find a way to do it. That's how I am, because yeah. it wasn't for me, it was for the soldiers and the family members that are in US Army Garrison Japan. I tried to do everything I could to make them have a little, a little taste at home. I was the one instrumental in helping them do the Army Band play the national anthem and play at the major league baseball opener opener mm. I, I work with jim smalls okay we had to we got the army band to get on there and and do stuff and when we get tickets i would bring them to mwr i mean to my outdoor rec man we we really uh, we had it going on and then we had a lot of open post events but you know nowadays a lot of things turn i, I, I put it this way i've been retired now two years so I'm not really, I don't really get involved. You know, I don't go back to where I worked at anymore. I just, I, I go to gym, I hang out. I, hey, I worked there before, it's good. Listen, I don't, it's I don't good. even hang around. It's good to have a clean break because I've been in positions too that where sometimes it's hard to let go. And when you do that, you're only letting yourself for a big letdown because people will let you go. You know, some people will remember you. Absolutely. But for the most part, those emails, those messages stopped coming real quick. <laughs> you yes, said, Man, I, yes, thought you, I thought you yes. liked me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then, and then, and then uh, a lot of people may hate, a lot of people may hate what I'm saying. Sometimes I'm not the right color. That's, but listen, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's, that's what we live in. And that's the, that's the country, unfortunately, we come from. But listen, even having said that, our country is so powerful that we put someone of our color in the highest office in that land and no other country Absolutely. has ever, ever, France, Germany, then they have, they've had us there longer than we've been in America and they haven't done it. True. We have to give credit where credit's due. America has done stuff for Absolutely. us. No other oh, country yes. ever even think about doing it. But it's just a shame that now, we- don't, don't, listen. Yeah. No, don't I- Don't get I, me I, wrong. No, I- I, I, I never disowned my, my country. 
If you did, you wouldn't, have been, again, wouldn't have been involved with him for that long. There's no way in the world. I know where your hey, heart is. Take it I know that. But then again, I'm not, I'm, I have a choice. That's true. So I, some people don't have a choice. That's true. I got a choice, and the choices I choose, I live with them. That's right. Because guess what? I'm the one that has to be happy. That's Not true. everybody else. If That's I'm happy, whoever is in my circle, I know I can make them just happy too. If I'm miserable, I don't want to, I don't want to be around negativity, sure. not positive, because for me, negativity is not in my repertoire. I had a girlfriend once that told me that I, I didn't, she wasn't my girlfriend, she was a friend girl who was a model and she was in Japan. We used to go, I'd see her every now and then when I went out. And I said, mm -hmm. Terry, why is it that every time I see you, you're always so happy? You know what she said? She said, because when I'm sad, I stay inside. Oh, wow. She said, why would I go outside and make other people feel unpleasant? I only come out when I feel happy. And I thought, that's a, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're just doing the same thing. You're in a circle. You make sure that you keep yourself positive. And when you don't, you just don't call yes. them. You're not going to call them to, to talk about the blues. You talk about the things that yeah. keep them positive, keep you good. Well, I, all the time I've known you, Paul, I've always known you to be very positive. I've never known you to be, un and even times when you think you might sound a little, but you keep it, you always curse it with something very positive. <laughs> you know, you've always- Well, I, 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 I tried because when it's negative, uh, and, and, and negative, there's a lot of things behind negative. There's so many layers behind negative that mm -hmm. makes things even worse. You know, I, even if I had to be negative for five for that time, I try, hey, listen, I don't linger on it. Okay, that happened. I'm not going to worry about that because I can't control that. If that's the way an individual wants to be, okay, let him be there. Or oh, he or she, gotcha, deuces, I'm out. Let's go somewhere. Let's talk about something different. <laughs> on that, hey, listen. Go ahead. I don't want to be like some people who are around misery. They want to be around, or, or you're around that person all the time who's got, who's always got, man, I hate this, I hate, you know, this. Okay. <laughs> nah. We don't need to. If you're going to talk about that, I, I'll talk to you later. I'll tell you. I want to have a good time. I want to laugh. I want to joke because I could, I could get off this podcast, go sit down, and guess what? I may not wake up. Hey, talk, listen, it's too real. That's too real. But that's the truth. That's true. And guess what? There's not a lot of many of us Afro-Americans, oh, there's a lot here, that are able to do the things that you and I do. We've been through a lot, and look at what we're doing now. Talk to I'm, me. I'm, listen, listen, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm highly blessed and favored. And well, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. I'm living, I'm, for me, thank you, Lord, I'm living a dream. There you go. I had one friend that said to me once today, he said, Lance, I'm not going to dream my life away. I'm going to live my dreams away. So I use that all the time, living my dreams away. And both of us are in our right. 60s. So we've been on this planet for six decades. I don't count the first five because, you know, we're just figuring out who we are. So, yeah, yeah. We just, we're doesn't really count too much. You know, you know, that's right. that's right. go, you don't know what's really going on. But by that, after that, then you start, to, you start to get into the groove. So we've been here for, let's say, six decades, you know, and it's, and it's been, it's been worth it. We, we had our ups and downs. It's been a, it's been enjoyable. And I'm happy that I can meet birds of a feather, people like yourself that have come over here and also enjoyed this country as much as I, I enjoy the country. And I think it's a, Absolutely. it's a beautiful place for people to come. If, if there are people that are going to be productive, have something to offer, they're not coming to take, they're coming to give, yes. then this is a beautiful country to be in.
and don't expect to be Japanese because you're not. You know, you you are. And, 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 you know what? I have been over here so long with the government. Mm -hmm. You know, the government brought me here. That's right. Me too. So when it was time for me to when it was time for me to retire, I was like, okay, how am I gonna do this? I was fortunate to have a sponsor who helped me, and now I'm going to my third year as a retiree. I still I still got a blue ID card, okay. but I am over here under the Japanese government. There you go. For the next for the next three years. There you go. I got a, you know my working visa. Uh, I have Japanese health insurance, which is awesome. I mean, I got military insurance, and I'm 100. percent I'm a disabled vet. Okay. Um, I'm listen. <laughs> I'm more than blessed. There I'm very go. fortunate. Very fortunate. Um, so I count my blessings every day, and I'm just I'm just so happy that I'm glad to be able to get up every morning, tell the ones I love, hey, I love you, um, and decide, hmm, what am I going to do today? Am I going to do anything today? Am I going to sit home today? Am I I have a choice that not most people don't have the opportunity to say, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, I don't want to leave on that note. I was thinking about that. What would you tell others to do to get to the point, I mean, how, how do you tell your sons to to enjoy life so they can, if they're fortunate enough to live into their sixties and past, how, what guidelines would you give them? What would you suggest for them? I, I suggest first of all, get into something that you enjoy. Okay. What I found out, a lot of people get into a job just because of a job. But do you really like it? No, I I get the job because I had to do it. I got to pay bills and everything. Get into a field of something that you enjoy. Once you find something you enjoy, plan for tomorrow. Pay yourself. Because guess what? 20 years later, you're going, you don't, I didn't pay myself. I don't have any money. I don't have resources to help me function. So I got to, I have to keep working. Now pay yourself. What do you mean? Pay yourself. How do you pay yourself? When you get paid, when you, when you pay yourself, make sure you put something away. Okay. When you, get paid, when you get paid, put some money away somewhere. Instead of, instead of spending money. Okay. I make sure I, I put a certain amount of money into an account. You know, oh. like I said, pay for myself because I want to be able to, when I can say when I retire, not have to worry about it. I got to depend on, go to work. You know, I go to pay. Right. Once a month, I know I go to the mailbox or the bank, look at my bank account. Hey, I'm still getting paid. And, I'm, and I get up, I'm, stay, I'm, I'm laying in my bed. I'm sitting back, you doing some finger flexion, watching TV, watching some sporting events out riding a bicycle, riding a car, refereeing a basketball game, volleyball game. And it's like, look at me. There you go. I'm doing what I'm doing. Like Charlie, like Charlie Wilson said, ask me what I'm doing. I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy life. All right. What, what I want, what I want to leave on. Is, okay. I always say this. This is what my father told me when I came back from Somalia. And once I really, really learned about this, Life became simple. I mentioned to you earlier before, I live like this. I tell you, the things that you can control, control them. The things that you can't control them, don't worry about them. Because those are things that you can't worry about. You're going to let life pass you by. You're going to be thinking about them 20 years later. And all the other time, the things I can control are the things that are going to make me a successful human being when I get the age I am now that I'm able to do what I want to do when I want to do it and where I want to do it and not have to depend on anybody else. There you go. All right, listen. That's Paul. life. Thank you, man.
we're going to leave on that. We've done an hour, man. We just almost did, it's been about an hour. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stop the recording now. And then what I'm going to do is when I give it to the person that I give it to and have them do their stuff, I'll make sure that you get the first copy of it so you can see what this okay. looks like. All right. And I want to thank you, man, with all my heart. Honestly, all my heart, man. Take care. Be blessed. I appreciate you, my brother. <laughs> no, you're blessed. Stay blessed. Roger that. And we'll continue to talk. We'll continue to talk, man. All right. I still need to get up to I still need to get up there with you. You will anytime. Actually, I've been here so long and I've been everywhere. Never been up to where you are to, to been to the club to see how I was because I, I you're welcome. I, you're you welcome. Know, well, our club had right me going now. other places. The club right now is we can have guests in there, but there's a limited time. They have to leave by nine, so it's not a good time yet. But I think as this COVID thing starts to pan out, which I'm hoping it will, then we'll go back into a, more of a regular mode, and then that'll be the time to come by. All right. All right. I appreciate well, you, my brother. I'll let you go, man. You take care. All right. Have take a care. wonderful rest of the day, and I'll talk to you again soon, man. All right. Take care. All right.